last time on Save the D8. I'm not buying it. I don't buy that the sunken anchor stopped being popular in favor of the quacking potato. I'll give anyone 10 gold to try that. Absolutely not. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, what is the worst that it could be? There's one set of people in a large table, back center, that looks like a humanoid platypus. Under no accounts can we let Evan get this backstory out. We will not. We will not let Evan tell us why this happened. Give a thumbs up to everybody. Yiddy is just looking under all of the stools. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the other room. <laughs> you give a thumbs up to Haven. <laughs> to Haven, who's like, he's like, what the fuck is going on right now? <laughs> he says, if you lie to me, I will murder every single one of you, and I will make it for all to see. After having a lot of storytelling and lore between the group over drinks that are just private between the rest of y'all. Uh, it's called getting to know each other in the real world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, sick. New lore. New lore dropped. <laughs> Become closing time for the quacking potato. And it's time for everyone to go. Wow, we shut down the quacking potato. And I'm not even drunk. Wow. S- fucking sucks. Uh, you are some of the last ones to leave. Everyone else kind of shuffled out a while ago. Even the crazy piranha goblins. Oh, God. I'm glad we're not riding with them. <laughs> oh, giddy. Uh, take a slop before you go. <laughs> oh, the bu- All right. This yeah, is going to be the nasty one. The end of the night slop. All right. Ooh, yeah. I go outside. Okay. Give me a concert. <laughs> It is not good. Yeah. Uh, with my plus five to con saves, it is a 13. Oof. Yeah, this is a rough one. This is pretty much every mixed drink, beer, mead, wine that did not get finished. Just tossed out the porthole down the, the, the slough uh, where you have a concophony of sadness in your mouth. It tastes like sadness. I don't like it. A cacophony of sadness is what they call my pussy. (laughs) I was going to say, not the first time. I didn't need to know that, Haven. Oh, sorry. So, Giddy, you are pretty fairly drunk. I'm, like, crying. Yeah, you're going to have a minus one. It was really bad. You're going to have a minus one to your intelligence and your dexterity, but... You have a plus two in your charisma. That's really nice. My charisma is not the best. It's only temporary. So you head out, and you see now it's pretty quiet out there on the docks now. Um, Maybe there's a few people moving boxes far off in the distance, away from y'all, but it's pretty empty. Moving boxes in the middle of the night. Hmm? Did we... It's not safe. Did we book passage with a group of smugglers? 
we didn't ask any questions. If anything, they are snugglers. They're <laughs> you're funny, Shelly. Did anyone ever tell you you're funny? God, they are drunk. Grash, <laughs> Grash, you cannot just say to random dogs in in the street. <laughs> That dog has ten coins. <laughs> That's crazy. Our do- our dog. I don't know if, if Monica said this, but our dog has been trained to get dryer sheets and bring them to you as like a to clean it out. And Monica has tip money all over the place, so he'll constantly come up with a ten or a twenty, and we just give him a single kibble. What a ripoff! It's like a it's like a meowth. Yeah, he's literally paying us to give him treats. That was a ten. That okay. was a ten. Well, that's that's thing in the podcast. <laughs> It's pretty good. It's pretty funny. He wasn't like taught that. He picked it, he picked it up from uh, Shane's mom's corgi. Yeah, and he was like, "Here's a thing I can do." And yeah, well, because the corgi loves to grab everything, so they taught the corgi to if if she picked something up off the ground, she would bring it to them for a treat. But now our dog just does that. So he likes to well, steal my money and then give it back to me like a fucking con man <laughs> well you know what that, you know as you all are stumbling out Brash you find a small dog out there and you give him some pets and you find underneath it 10 gold hey look at this dog wow good dog. yeah good boy. I call you Serling good Serling what a good boy <laughs> he's like what the fuck oh here he comes <laughs> wow that's good luck I think definitely <laughs> um, and then suddenly the dog shoots off. Oh. Wow, that, that dog. dog just, that was a money dog. Classic night dog. It, we did a cheat code. And you can start to hear the sound of heavy footsteps. Oh, no. I think that dog's coming back with an even bigger dog. We gotta get out of here. <laughs> dog wearing shoes. <laughs> <laughs> if, you're, if you'd like, you can make a perception check or investigation check. I'll percept. Uh, it's cool. I'll do a percept. It's a wisdom, not That's a, intelligence. A big four as you rolled there. I rolled a 15. This, These heavy steps sound like the somebody who is uh, a very heavy set person. Kind of more of a, a thump. Um, but you can't tell that they're... It sounds like they're not wearing any shoes or any kind of footwear. Because you don't hear the sound of clink when it walks. What is our two-headed friend's name? What? We didn't ask. Our two-headed friend. Oh, Hergel. Hergel. No, Hargle. Or Hargle. Hargle and Vargle. Yeah. Does it smell like them? It smells like them. It smells like them. <laughs> I think it's Hargle and Vargle. Hey, they made it. That's Are bad. They supposed to come with us? Wait, no. I don't they, think so. Why? I almost killed them because they said they had to tell their master where we were. So yeah, I tried we, to kill them, and you guys decided to knock him out instead. We knock them out. Don't want to? We tied them up. Yeah, yeah. We got a head start. We don't want to meet up with them again. Is my point. If that is them, we need to fucking skedaddle. Oh, let's skedaddle. Oh, snickerdoodles, let's skedaddle. And as you have all said this, you can now see coming into the light the all-known Hargle Vargle Etten stumbling towards you with two guards by them. Oh, god damn it. Run. But Hargle Vargle doesn't look right. Hargle Vargle's never looked right. Yeah, 
to be honest. Well, didn't they say like they have like a brain implant or something that they, like, they makes... said they had to tell? Yes, a brain yeah. implant. I just assume I just their ma their master is a fucking magician, <laughs> an arcanist who can get inside their head, like mo like a lot of arcanists can do, which is why it's evil. <laughs> yeah, like so they like probably had their brain scrambled or something. Oh yeah, hey DM, is uh, uh, does Hargovago look under uh, some sort of evil arcanist spell such as feeble mind or something possibly wow didn't even have to roll for it you see when Hargo Vargo steps into the light you notice that only Hargo's head is on Hargo Vargo oh. <gasps> and Hargo Vargo's face even though they've always had a sense of intelligence to them looking at it might not be much but they've had some Looks like they've gone feral. They full-on lobotomized Hargle Vargle. Oh, fuck. Why would that... Did that happen because of us, do you think? Probably. We should yeah, probably. skedaddle. <laughs> why... Why would they have done that because of us? To find us. How would that help? I don't know. Don't yell at me. Oh, my God. And Hargo Vargo will charge at you with the two guards. Ah, fuck. They saw us. If they're only down to one head, wouldn't that make them just Hargle or Vargle? Correct. Well, it would just be Hargle now because it's Vargle that's missing. Okay. Hargle. Let's get initiative. All right. I'm going to succeed this time, guys. I'm going to kill this fucking guy. I'm rolling pretty well today. I rolled a natural one, I think. <laughs> you got to inspect it. I can't actually tell. Hold on. These dice are so hard to read. Why did I buy these? <laughs> they look, they look pretty. They look so good. Yeah, that's a one. Natural 20 for 24. <laughs> nice. Uh, 15. Shelly. Sorry, I got a four. Okay. Brash, you are first. You can see that Hargle and the two guards are about 90 feet away, but they are running towards you. Do these look like no-name guards? Or are they just- Yes, they do. Ah, I see. Okay, they're not like city guards, they're no-name guards. No, they are no-name guards. Cool, cool. Okay, are they still kind of in the same? They're all together right now? Pretty much, yeah. They're in like a flying V formation. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna point to them with my little ring. I'm gonna be like, hang on, we had a deal, and cast Bane on all three of them. So the charisma saving throw, 14. One of the guards passes. Hargo and another guard is baned. Okay, and then for my bonus action, mm -hmm. I'm going to look at Hargo and tell him, I'm so sorry. I know this isn't your fault, but I don't want you to kill us. And cast unsettling words on him. So it must subtract seven from its next saving throw before the start of my next turn. Okay. So any saving throw it has to make, the next one... Minus seven, if anyone casts, hits them with a saving. So you smack your wit with your bane on them, and you send your unsettling words to Hargle Vargle, who screams even louder in uh, a primal roar for something that they're not really understanding. Uh, next up to the bat is going to be Giddy. Great. Well, what I will do is cry a little bit, because... Hargle said that he wasn't going to come after us, but he, that he probably would have to, and that they would try their best not to. And I'm going to say, you promised, and cast Hex. Okay. That's it's a bonus action. What does Hex do? 
Hex, uh, place a curse on a creature you see within range. Until the spell ends, you deal an extra 1d6 necrotic damage to a target when you hit with an attack. Also, choose one ability when you cast the spell. The target has disadvantage on ability checks with that chosen ability. I'm going to choose strength checks. As you cry, you will send out this ghostly hex, which hits Hargle And you can watch as that primal strength that they had had looks like it somewhat saps them a little bit and the color that they had kind of goes a little more pale um, but they still keep charging at you all i'm still at the uh, action yep okay i'm going to t- i'm going to charge i'm going to charge right back at them still crying yelling you promised with my plus one warhammer uh, that is a 15 to hit 15 meets <sighs> That is going to be an 11, and I will take my second attack. It's a natural one. I'm crying too hard. I will have to wipe the tears away. So you both charge at each other, and Hargol Vargol will raise its giant battle axe to hit you, and as you cry, swing your warhammer right into their gut, and you hit them right in the solar plexus, so they just battle cry. And you just see all the air get knocked out of them, and they kind of step back a bit, uh, a little phased by the attack as they catch their breath. As they steady themselves, the two guards, since you're the closest now, Giddy, will come at you uh, with their swords brandished and will attack. Um, also, there was one d6 of necrotic damage dealt with the with the attack because of the curse. Um, mm-hmm. So five necrotic damage. Thank you. All right. The first guard gets a 17. That hits. Second guard got a 19. They one, of those, one of those is minus a d4. Ah, okay. Uh, let's do the 19 then. Fair enough. Damn, bitch. <laughs> Two, 17. It hits. Still hits. First one deals you eight slashing damage. And the second one deals six slashing damage as they both come from behind Hargle and crisscross slash right across your chest as they run past you attacking. It looks like they're going towards the rest of the group, leaving Hargle for you to fight. Hargle is now going to attack you since you're the first one there. They lose one of their attacks because they got off balance from your attack. That's a 18. That hits. With a d4. Thank you again for reminding me. It hits. It hits even if it's a 14? Mm-hmm. Okay. Fuck. You take 14 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, oh, no. That's as much as I just took a second ago. I need to go into a rage. But <laughs> <laughs> it's not my turn. Oh, you didn't because you, you, you he- Oh, you hexed. You silly bitch. <laughs> so I took the, I took all of that damage. Yeah, Hargold just hits you right in the same like center spot where that crisscross cut hit, and you can feel it press in your rib cage, just deepening the cut from that axe. Is there any way I can put these people in a straight line? Like, is there any way I can get to where they're all in a straight line, or are they? You could run where you could be like right from the side next for the two guards because they're parallel to each other. Yeah. But unless you wanted to go at a diagonal and hit a guard and Hargle, that's the only other way. You couldn't get all three in a okay, line. Okay, let me do the two guards then. Um, all right. I'm going to cast Lightning Bolt. Yeah. Um, 
And that's uh, deck saves. Yep. Well, that's a nat one. Okay, get fucked. And that's a 14. Uh, 14 passes the... With a d4. Oh, yeah. Uh Fuck, that's a 4. It's a 10. Okay, yeah. So they both (laughs) both fail. Um, And I have to roll, like, a million dice. Um, 24 lightning damage. Oof. Yeah. Shelly, you dash out after Giddy and kind of press yourself up against the wall um, from the, on the street from where this fight is happening and you wait for the two guards to pass, Gideon. As you do, you have crackling energy entering your hands hmm. and this bolt of lightning seems to come out of a cloudless sky into your hands and fires off, shooting both of them into the side of the quacking potato. Oh, shit. Both smack in there and you can see like a a charcoal outline as you fried the crap out of them. They are pretty heavily hurt, but not down yet. Slay. (laughs) And to round us the rest out, Haven, it is now your turn. All right. Well, I see that Hargol is fucked up, clearly. I don't think that that is an honorable fight. So I am going to put myself in between the two guards because they were both running forward at sort of a... So I'm going to scoot in between the two of them. And I'm going... Sorry, both of them got smacked into the wall from the lightning bolt, so they're, like, right next to each other oh, on the side. fuck them. I want to get within five feet of both of them. I'm going to say you get right there. Perfect. Uh, well, I am going to swing at one, flourish, and swing at the other. Okay. Here we fucking go. <laughs> Shut up, you little menace. Um, okay, so the first one definitely hits. That one is going to be a fucking... 26. <laughs> Um, and then the second one is a uh, 12. Uh, 12 doesn't hit. Great. Um, okay, so I am going to fucking swing my sword so hard into this guy that he gets that my sword gets stuck, frankly. Um, okay, so that is going to be 10 points of damage to that first guy. Yep, he's dead. Cool. So I, I, I go to swing through him and then swing at the other, but I, I accidentally cleave into this guy's, like, the soft part between the neck and the shoulder, like, where you can catch in armor. Uh, mm-hmm. My sword just goes in there, actually cuts through his neck, and, like, gets caught in the bone a little bit, so it takes me a minute to pull it out, and I lose my extra attack trying to get to the other guy. Yeah, that happens, and this just gush of blood comes out, spraying over the other guard, and you can see them, like, half covered in blood as you take a step back. You're next, bud. Yeah, it's his Brash's turn. We're at the top of the turn. Okay. Fuck do I do anymore? <laughs> <laughs> so one guard and one Hergle is up. Yep. And everyone's looking okay. No one needs any, any healing here. Wow. Boy. It looks like it's pretty well handled. I'm just gonna uh No, you know what? I'm just gonna <laughs> back off. I'm gonna I'm gonna hold healing word in case anyone gets gets hurt. Cool, yeah. Holding action. Giddy, it's your turn now. Alright, I'm going to go into a rage because I'm really hurt, both emotionally and physically. And I'm going to take my attack against Hargle. Oh, what's the magical effect, by the way? Oh, shoot! I forgot. Okay, I rolled a five. Uh, whenever a creature hits you with an attack roll before your rage end, that creature takes 1d6 force damage. Okay, that's a good one for now, too. That is a really good one. <laughs> Please don't hit me. Um, I, I rolled, make your attacks. Yes, I rolled 
25. That does hit. Alright. That is 7 bludgeoning plus 5 necrotic. And then I hit again. Uh, and then 15 Oof. to hit. Yep, that meets. Which is 13 bludgeoning and 3 necrotic. So in your tears, you lash out, your rage goes off, you feel this aura kind of overcoming you, and you just start swinging wildly with your hammer, and you crack Hargle in the head on both sides, just left to right, right to left, crack, crack. Bleeding from their head, but they don't look like they're phased by it. Um, they're, they're bleeding pretty good, but they still look like they're in just as much of a rage as you are in right now. Uh, as they prepare their attack, one of the guards will ready themselves with their sword as they reach into uh, a pocket in their armor, and they uh, pull out what looks like to be a large wooden item with like a stick sticking out of it, kind of like a small butter churn. And they pull that stick and out shoots a firework and explodes in the sky. And they prepare themselves for the next attack. Hargle then rages out towards you, Giddy, and makes their attacks with their axe. First one is, oh gosh, a three. Uh, the second one is, oh gosh, a 20. With the d4. <laughs> Could be 16. I mean, minus four, so it's a 16. It still hits, but it's not an yeah, at. No, it's not an at 20. 14 points of damage on this one. They rolled another 10. Um, since they made two attacks on you, does that mean they take two 1d6s from you, from your aura? Um, only attacks that hit. Okay, so just the one hit. Mm -hmm. So three force damage. So the first one misses you since it goes a little wild. The second one is him back swinging and the back of the axe cracks you in the arm. And you can hear this weird like metallic ring and you can see his arm shake. Like he hit a metal pole that was put with concrete in the ground. And he, that aura just rings up his arm and he takes that three points of damage. Shelly, it is your turn. Okay. Um, wait, was that a spell that shot the shit up in the air? No, it was a firework. Oh, okay. Okay, that's what I thought. <clears throat> okay. Um, I'm going to Witch Bolt Hargle um, at second level. Oh, uh, 19. That does hit. Can you also roll me a mild, uh, wild magic roll? Uh-huh. Wait, is that... That's, uh, that's natural 20. Uh, that passes, yeah. Okay, great. That's 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 just fine. Okay, so two d12s, uh, thirteen lightning damage. All right, Shelly, you catch your witch bolt. The lightning crackles out of your fingers into Hargle Vargle, and you watch them as they drop to one knee mm. and start breathing heavily now. It looks like they're starting to bleed out of their mouth as well. Like they have a, an embolism that's popped or something like that. Well, sucks to suck. Uh, and now to finish out the round, Haven. All right. I am going to grab this last guard. Mm -hmm. Just, he, you know, he put the, he sent the thing up into the air. I'm just going to grab him by the throat. What did you do to Hargle? Speak quickly, or it's the last thing you'll ever hear. <coughs> Our Lord fixed him by removing one hat. The other will suffer. 
for daring to go against Lord. <coughs> well, yeah, I could see that. It's not even a good answer. Fine. And I just bash his head in with the, with the pommel of my sword. All right, yeah, make your attack. Uh, as long as you don't get a one, you're going to do it. Yeah, it's a lot, bro. It's uh, 24. All right, yeah, you brain him. Yeah. With a rage or hargle, that like something about it, like there was some kind of connection that you had some little respect for Hargle Vargle, and you crush their face in just angry that if you were to fight them, that it's not on the terms that you wanted. Right. And as that happens, you all see another firework explode in the sky, and you can see about 15 more no name guards coming towards you. Time to go. Go, got to go. Snickerdoodle. Brash, your turn. So we can we can head to the boat right there coming from the other way? Yeah, you can head towards the docks to see if you can find the boat, since nobody seemed to ask where the boat was. <laughs> I, I assume we know which way they went, so they we are following. Yeah, so you have a pretty good direction. Okay. And and these these guards are all kind of in our range now? No, the guards, they're like at least... 300 feet away. They're they're pretty far away, but you know they're coming. The light from the firework is what pretty much showed you that they're on their way. Yeah. Okay. I'm saying, agreed, let's go, and I'm going to head 30 feet towards the boat. Did you want to use that healing word before it was wasted on oh, your turn, by the way? Thanks. Yeah, and, and someone did get injured, right? Sorry, yeah, I was Giddy. a little distracted. Giddy's yeah. up. Okay, so I, I, as a reaction, I cast healing word on Giddy. So Giddy gets... Seven hit points. Good. Speaking of that, Giddy, it's your turn now. Hargo is in front of you. Eyes rolled in the back of their head. Crazed look, but there's a pitiful aura coming off them. And you can see that they're on their last leg. I look at the group, and I look at the guards coming, and I look at Hargo. And I say... I'm really sorry. And I I hit I hit Hargle. I don't hit Hargle. <laughs> um my first attack misses and then I rolled a twenty-three for my second attack. Okay. Giddy, you line up your Warhammer against Hargle's head, and you can actually see a tear coming from their eyes as you swing your warhammer right into their temple and you watch as just everything goes lights out for them and they drop dead to the ground. I'm, I, I shed a little tear. Who are you? And I, (laughs) (laughs) and I run after Brash. Um, I have 45 feet of movement, <laughs> uh, so I run really fast. So you have your tearful goodbye and you head out. It is now Shelly's turn. Oh, I feel like we're all running. I, I didn't know we were st- like still in initiative. Okay, let's go. Uh, yeah, I mean, you're right. Yeah, you're all pretty <laughs> much out of initiative. You all head off towards the docks. You're looking for the Portland Bill. I do. And Just real quick, as we're leaving, I do take one of those guards and kind of like bowl him. I toss his crushed in skull and shit. I toss it towards the guards coming. 
and then and then keep running just to give him something to fucking think about. <laughs> sure. Oh, uh, I move my hex to one of the guards that's coming. Oh, good. They can go. They can go that far away. Uh, how how close are they? They're like two hundred feet away. Oh no. Um, yeah. I need to see how far Hex moves. Hex moves 90 feet. Is there anybody? You any can wait guards? a little bit. <laughs> I will wait. You're going to wait there for him to come closer? <laughs> All right. Um, as everyone's running, Giddy, you stop and you just kind of hold your ground for a minute, kind of waiting for them to come. Uh, after, it seems like 30 seconds, it looks like they're within 90 feet now from everybody. Did you take off without Giddy? Yeah, or? Giddy's really fast. You can move without them. Yeah, Giddy's faster than all of us, so they'll catch up to us. Okay. As everyone else is running towards the boat area, uh, towards the port where you think the Portland Bill is. Were you about to say the boat area? Yes, I was. You will. <laughs> my doctor area, my boat area. Yeah, boat area. Everything's an area. As you all run towards where you think the Portland Bill is, you pass by another Boondaburra, one that you know, Shelly. It's uh, Gessie is coming by you, and you can see them uh, walking with their goat up, their goat with them with a big cannon shouldered on their arm. And they're going to point you towards the Portland Bill and just go, Rodden. Oh. And you all can see a shadow fly over all three of you. Giddy, as the rest of those guards come up, you can cast Hex if you'd like. Yeah, I move my Hex to, to the closest one, and then I take off running. All right, as you move, as you cast your hex and you start to turn around, you can see there's a shadow soaring towards you. It looks like it's way above your head. Toward me in particular? Yep. Well, I'm going to run really fast now. I'm going to take my action and my movement to move 90 okay. feet. As you dash, you can hear the sound of explosions and guards screaming and there's a massive amount of pressure and heat that goes off behind you. Whoa. Is that the dragon? Is it Olek? I look. You look and you can see an aerocroca that looks like a budgie or a parakeet <laughs> yes. has dropped a bunch of firebombs and is now flying back over and it croaks out at you. Get going! Let's go! I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> I'm giving her all she's got, Captain. <laughs> all right, you're all making a dash run towards the ship. You get to the ship, you can see that there are a bunch of the crew has already been set up. There's a cannon fire, two shots shot out from the back of the ship. And they're all, get in, get in, get in, let's go. Yeah. Let's jump in. All right, you all get up the gangplank, they pull it up, wow. they kick off from the dock, and you can see... Ushar, the Bundaburra, who has the octopus on their shoulders with them at all time, starts to cast something with their hands, and they kind of push up towards the sails, and you can see uh, wind possibly starting to hit the sails so they can take off faster. And you head out into the sea. Um, none of the guards are able to get towards you. There's some arrow fire that gets... Um, shot towards you, but there's nothing really big that's going to be able to hit any of you. And you can just hear the guards behind that are just angry. And if any of you look back, you can give me a perception check. I will percept. Just because I'm petty, and I have a range of 120 feet on this <laughs> spell, uh, as we start 
pulling away, you know, a couple arrows come at us. I am going to whisper to my shield. It lights up and just a single moonbeam comes down. Whoa. In a five foot radius. And anyone who's in that five foot radius has to make a con save or get burned by radiant damage. <laughs> you got moonbeam now? Yes, I do. <laughs> How'd you get moonbeam? Oh, that, crap. That is one of my spells from my paladin type. Okay. Uh, 17 for the group con. Okay. Well, take half damage then, bitch. Uh, so that is going to be uh, halved seven damage. All right, yeah, your moonbeam comes down and you can see several of the guards um, start to shriek in pain as they kind of try to move out of the beam. Everyone who got perception, what did y'all get? 14. Stepping into the moonbeam that Haven just cast is a slender armored figure with a helm that covers their entire face, but they've got like a weird fan on the top. And they look like to have extremely long curved nails on their fingers and they just look like they're screaming in frustration but you can't hear anything bro he set the mouth of Sauron after us Oy. oh my goodness Fucked up. it's crazy it's that longest fingernails guy the nails of Sauron yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah you take off into the sea You little monster. Dog's being a brat. <laughs> Dog likes money and pills. He's shit. Yeah, he's just like little, me. Little gangster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Party Fish Media. Party Fish Media acknowledges that it operates and records on indigenous Duwamish and Puget Sound Coast Salish land that is still home to the Duwamish tribe. This land is stolen in violation of the Point Elliott Treaty of 1855. We are committed to uplifting the name of these lands and community members from these nations who reside alongside us. For more information on this land, its people, or ways you can help, visit duwamishtribe.org or realrentduwamish.org.